0: chic happens y'all but we got this natalie riddell commander and chic here with my sister cousin That's not jane <laughs> koi <laughs> Beth. hey hey girl hey so koi is a guest today and has been sweet enough to agree to do this in her free time that is non-existent <laughs> um <laughs> So, just a quick big picture of our family to remind everybody for the four hundredth time that we are together. Six great the six granddaughters. My grandparents had no boys, and a lineup. Jane's the baby. In case anybody forgot, but I'm not th- that much younger than me. <laughs> but, oh, hardly younger than Coy. Not enough to be rude about it. Yeah. Eighteen months. Um. No, no, dear. Oh, 15 months. Fifteen. Fifteen months. months. Get it right. Which your your mama. That's a lot of. Well, you can, you can relate. You can relate. I know. Don't, don't. Uh, two times, sister. <laughs> okay. So the order, the birth order, was Jennifer, um, their oldest sister, then my sister Allison, and the two of them were kind of partners in crime, except they didn't do anything wrong.
1: Except they're perfect. Um.
0: Then then I came. And then Emily, and we never, we couldn't, couldn't get out of trouble. (laughs) And then Koi and Jane. And so the six of us, our grandparents and our parents, spent an incredible amount of time, money, energy, life devotion to us growing up close. And they did. And, but it, in that line of six, we were kind of paired off and Koi and Jane were the babies. And my mom named them freaking Frack very early on and they really could have their own y'all could have a whole show (laughs) a whole show so koi beth is amazing and one of the most positive people that i've ever known despite hardships um whenever i feel kind of shaky in my faith like koi pulls me out of that um i i i truly feel like god sent koi to me and there she's i don't anybody else in my life that does what koi does i'm gonna cry because then i'll start crying I know, but i need to say this because um i mean in the last couple of years dealing with some hard stuff and it's the it's the most amazing thing that happens is on the days when I'm literally like I can't keep doing this and I feel like pretty pissed off about all the things within two minutes Koi will for no particular reason like send me the link to a song about keeping your faith or just send me a text like I just want you know I love you and I'm pulling for you and so is God and I bet there've been six times when it literally was like the thing that kept me going that day, and so it's a I I do really believe like I'm not I'm not I don't believe in like ESP and my ESP, yeah, or mind reading. I don't believe in any of that, but I, you for me are the closest thing to that. Where I'm like, I feel like she really literally has, like we're so in tune that like she knows or God has given me the gift of koi. The fact that like she just seems to, she just put, holds me up. She props me up a lot. And you have been through some hard stuff, and you are the most positive person. And you have tried to take hardships and make them great, like make things good out of it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um. Okay. So, that's my little koi song and dance. Um. She's also hilarious. very fun and very dialed in and uh, there is no one more devoted to like our podcast am i right jane i mean we know the podcast goes live because koi starts texting i did not wear it that time i didn't put my (laughs) hair like that i did not
1: listen facts are important (laughs) five minutes later
0: y'all got that recipe wrong i'm gonna tell mom and you you're supposed to put the sweet potatoes before the marshmallows (laughs) okay we're like okay it went live because we have a string of 12 texts and the other gift that koi has that is her sort of sixth sense is within the first three minutes of jane hitting the record button on our podcast she texts both of us
1: it never fails it It makes
0: me so 90 mad she'll even be like and then pop, and then she'll be like i bet y'all are recording (laughs) are y'all recording (laughs) Don't text me that because you're probably recording. Sorry, love you, bye. <laughs> and the whole time, my friends are going, <laughs> I'm like, "And <laughs> guess what just happened?" And Jane's like, "I already know."
1: <laughs> we because love it. it's never just. Let me just text Natalie. It's let me Text Natalie five times, and then Jane five times, and then I'm like, "Oh, I bet they're recording." It
0: drives me crazy. <laughs> we, half the time now, we just look at each other, and I shake my head. She's like. <laughs> no, she didn't. And I'm like, yes, yeah, she did. We love it so much. But also, I mean, put like that whole string of texts that she does when she listens to the podcast is because the minute it comes out, she listens and she listens to the whole thing. And she's so bought in and gives us such great feedback. I mean, I would say she's as in, as about as invested as we are. Um. So anyway, okay, so enough about me. Let's talk about me <laughs> <laughs> I'm <kidding. laughs> sorry i'm just rambling because the, the point is we want to talk to koi here is here are some of the reasons we would like that i sort of brought up to koi talking on here with us um one is she and her husband brad are building a house yes that is under construction and we're going to be kind of following that and i they, really she's made she has made really like you're killing it on the design decision like I'm so proud of you you're precious but it's been
1: it's not been as hard as I thought it would be but I think a lot of that is just because of being knowing you and watching you design things and being able to like understand what design is just from and your cousin and so a lot of stuff is stuff that you've taught me like I didn't know what a barrel ceiling
0: was <laughs> but you're getting one now, girl. Getting one now <laughs> because I need my stairs moved back and we got to hide that slant <laughs> no we've had so much fun but you have done a stellar job I'm, I've actually been more than impressed and proud of you watching you make because the reality is when you build a new house the amount of decisions that you know ne- you're like wait, what do you mean I have to pick the grout in the brick. Yeah. I don't, I can't, my brain can't make that leap. <laughs> you know, I mean, there are so many decisions and it can be very overwhelming. I mean, I even do it for my job and I get overwhelmed by it sometimes. And you even
1: know? just brick alone, it's like, wait, there's 12 shades of red? Why what do you mean just we red? have a
0: whole day to pick
1: brick? Wait, there's orange red. Can somebody brick? else there's, just brick
0: it? Yeah. <laughs> there's orange red. There's brown red. There's green red. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. It's, it's overwhelming. Um, but anyway, y'all have made strides in that. And, I think we've really only talked about it on like one podcast, but that's part of the reason I would like you to be here more frequently so that we can address this as the approaching holidays. is a bet that you have with your husband.
1: That he's going to lose. Currently losing. Um, Can you tell us about this? So our builder started building in June and – He told Brad that the house would be done in December, which I immediately laughed at because our dad has been in business with builders for 30 years, and I know that whatever they say, you probably should at least add three months to it, if not just double double it. it. Yeah, (laughs) Um, because there's just too many unknowns, right? Too many things that could go wrong or whatever. So December sounded very aggressive. Um, A whole lot of aggressive. So I told Brad, I was like, don't be married to that date. Because my husband is the type of person that if you say to him, hey, I'll be there between 1045 and 11, he's thinking more 1045. And so if you show up at 1050, he's like, why are you late? And I said, but remember, I said between 1045 and 11,
0: no, so, I just heard ten forty five. Whereas for me, I am <laughs> on the opposite end of the spectrum, and I always hear eleven. So right. when he
1: said December, I heard
0: February or later. Right. So Brad if, is an accountant. Yes. At our grand granddaddy's, comp, that the company that our grandfather started, that Uncle Steve has run all these years, and Brad Coy's husband, Brad, is the accountant, and Jennifer's husband, Will, is head of sales. Head of sales, and they work great together, and that's been a huge blessing. Yes. But but Brad like I said, is an accountant. Yes. So I feel like that's a loaded, that should shed some light. Yeah. Oh, big time. I've never been, an, I've never been offered a job as an accountant, just so you know. <laughs> Neither <laughs> have I. <laughs> Despite my econ, not economics. I mean, which is genius. Which is beyond genius. How come no one else I has I need to have that this? conversation with Brad. Yes. Brad and I need to have a sit down. Definitely. I feel like I could shed some light for him. So
1: the bet is, he thinks it's going to be done in December. Because the builder said so. Because the builder said so. I told him if it's done February or later, which is what's going to happen, that he has to take me to eat anywhere in the continental U.S. that I choose. So I I'm looking up so restaurants.
0: Smart. But um, so I, where are you? What are your top three? If you just had to pick the second.
1: Um. So
0: Alaska is on our continent, isn't it? No. It's not Alaska at- and Hawaii are not. Is counted. Alaska not attached? No. Do you have to go because you have to go through Canada? Canada, yeah. But it's on our physical continent.
1: It is, but do so I need to read the fine it print? It is within the continental U.S. Oh, not good the call. Continent total. Oh, okay. I've got so, it. So loophole. Yeah, small uh-huh. one. I have right now. I'm leaning towards wine Napa Valley, like wine cool. country, just because. Have y'all been have, to California? I have never been, and just the pictures seem seem beautiful like it just seems gorgeous Mm -hmm. and they have a lot of really neat um places to stay that have like fireplaces in your room and
0: um things like that that seem like they'd be well in california itself is an experience i mean california it it, west coast is a thing and it's not east coast so it's it's california is amazing i would i would
1: love to do that the his brother and sister-in-law lived in orange county for a while when Mm -hmm. they were first married and he kept promising me he would take me Mm -hmm. and he never did Mm -mm. so he lied about that so (laughs) i orange orangeburg orange county orangeburg that would be a south South carolina Carolina. (laughs) no no totally different
0: To even compare Orangeburg and Orange, (laughs) listen, it's content, Jane. We got a whole, I mean, Coy, we got a whole other podcast on the difference between Orange County and Orangeburg, South Carolina. No,
1: (laughs) ma'am. So, anyways, he, so I may try to make him take me there because he's lied all these years. So I'm going to make an honest man of him. I think he's, yeah. it's for there's his still benefit. hope to redeem him. Yes. So is that your first choice, really? Yeah, probably California. And then somewhere in Arizona, there's a lot of really neat, like, desert spa areas yes. that I think are beautiful. But he told me if he was going to have to take me somewhere, he was not taking me to the desert. But, but wait, it's I'm not am choice.
0: Brad. So Mr. Black and White <laughs> Fine Print, keep into to the contract. <laughs> that was not part of the deal. So you're going to be really excited when you're in the desert. I know. And then Black- my doesn't want to go there that's where right. you should pick <laughs> i know i knew you were going to say of that course, Jane. That's Jane. Yes. That's Jane
1: <laughs> my third choice would be somewhere
0: in maine because i've never been there either have you already told me that because i yes. keep picturing y'all in maine you yes. must have told me that yeah maine is incredible i would love it all three of those are amazing i cannot wait to hear about your trip but the other thing that i would really like you to share is Just in case. Brown is right. Ew.
1: She gets it honest. She's not going to want to share it. Are you not going to share it? I. I, He will be very happy for a good
0: amount of time. (laughs) (laughs) What I I would like to know (laughs) is what happens if the house is built in December? Um, What are the terms of your agreement? I. I. It's an ongoing it's he's gonna he's gonna win (laughs) he'll he'll win because there'll be a long-term contract of performing performance on your part he will win because the house got built in december (laughs) i hope you don't throw your back out that's all i'm going to say about that okay listen (laughs) i've been a cheerleader for a long time (laughs) And caring for six kids, you if I can lift boys up, it's going to take a lot to throw my back out. All right. Well, that's what she said. That's also what Jane said. <laughs> right before she called in sick last week with a hot, hot heating pad. a hot pad. a hot pad. Hot pants. <laughs> okay. So I'm really excited. Honestly, th- there is no wrong answer. <laughs> this is a happy ending no matter how, <laughs> for me, I'm excited no matter what happens. <laughs> literally (laughs) Literally. okay so um we're gonna start now that we've gotten back here the house is at a point where there's actually a house yeah you can go upstairs as of like last week so we're gonna start kind of sharing more about the progress of the house and just so everybody knows um i've kind of mentioned it before but my the house that my grandparents and aunt pam and uncle steve built the farm what we call the farm um where the girls grew up um is on a big piece of property and Koi and Brad's home is on that piece of property. They've bought a part of that property. So they're kind of adjacent to my aunt, Pam and uncle Steve. So we'll keep you posted. Yay. Okay. So here's the part of the podcast that I is, I know hard to talk about, but I feel like it's important. And, and a lot of it I do, I don't know. I'm sure there's, there are things that I don't even know about, your kind of journey with wanting to be a mama mm-hmm. and Brad wanting to be dad and some of your struggles along the way. Yeah. Can you kind of tell us that story?
1: Yes, I will try and try not to cry. Um, so for basically my whole life, I was the kid that loved kids. I mean, I would get in trouble on Sundays after church for not being where I was supposed to be. And my parents like leaving me at the church. Cause I was in the nursery playing with the kids.
0: You, bab- the you were a babysitter before people were old enough to babysit. Yes. Like, Can I babysit? Can I babysit? Yes, I started babysitting when I was 11, which but is you were unheard of. And you babysat for the same kids for like 15 yes. years because she was so good. Yes.
1: And um, so I've always wanted a big family and I um, actually nannied for a family of four, um, who I love this family very much. They're very dear, near to my heart. But um, their relationship, watching them raise their children, um, I just felt like I got a lot of insight and made me really want to be a mom. So, like, that really kind of even sparked my desire even more. So, fast forward 12 years, and Brad and I get married. And um, how long have y'all been married now? 13 years in November. Okay. Lucky number 13. Um, so he and I both really wanted kids. Um, I wanted six and he wanted two. So I told him, well, then we'll just compromise at four. Mm -hmm. And so then, um, we, so uh, like a year after we got married, we started attempting to have children and, um, got pregnant pretty quickly. And we were elated. And they say to wait until you're 12 weeks along before you tell anyone. But we were so excited. We were only like four to six weeks along. So we immediately started telling family because... You're excited. Excited. I've waited my whole life to have kids. And um, about a week after we announced that I was pregnant, we miscarried. Um, It was so so devastating. It was...
0: (laughs) very devastating i mean
1: we i think were... because
0: all of us that love y'all too it's like i mean we we all knew how much you've wanted to be a mama yes. <laughs> and how excited y'all were yeah and it's it's like and and none of us had ever had a miscarriage right so right. it was kind of like wait that's it was shock it felt yeah. really shocking oh yeah before kois yeah okay that's true sorry um
1: and so, anyway, she after after that happened, we just the doctors were really encouraging. Hey, you know you can get pregnant. That's half the battle, right? So just we just recover and try again. So um, three months later, we tried again. Again, we got pregnant fairly quickly. Um, I waited until this time. I think I waited until more like seven weeks before I told anybody because they were like, you need to wait until you hear a heartbeat. And so we heard a heartbeat. wasn't a great one, but I didn't know that at the time. And so we told everyone again, and like three days later, I miscarried again. So at that point, I think I was beyond devastated because I felt broken. Like I felt like, why – why does this keep happening? Like something must be wrong with me. Um, but the doctors are like, nope, this is two miscarriages is not anything to get your panties in a wad about. This happens more often than you think. You just need to try again. Um, but in the meantime, in the back of your my head, there's this feeling like, you know, what's wrong with me? Why, why is, why is this so hard? Like, I don't think it should be this hard if this is what God wants for Brad and I, and I do feel very strongly about that. Um,
0: and I well, and y'all made a baby, yeah, and you lost a baby twice, and I, like I, I mean, y'all have heard me say this. The men, the day I found out I was pregnant with Skylar, I was his mom. Yeah, and he was my baby, and I could almost picture his face, like it was done. Yeah, it's, I'm like, there's no undoing being his mama, right? So. That is devastating. I can, I mean, I can only imagine. It's not like, oh, I got prego and we lost it. Yes. And my period came. Yeah. It's not that. I mean, that's really, you've lost a baby.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which was exactly life. how I was feeling. But because the doctors were saying, you know, you just need to keep trying. I really wasn't having a chance to really grieve anything because it was like, take three months to recover, focus on getting recovered and then try again. And my big thought process was, I can't stress about it. Like I've got to be calm. Which is why they
0: probably have that approach. Like Yes.
1: I've got to be calm because stress is the worst thing for a pregnancy. So I've just got to pull it together. So um, we get pregnant again. Um, This time we hear a good heartbeat. Everything seems great. I think we get to like, 12 weeks at this point and I miscarry the heart the, they can't find a heartbeat when I go in for my 12week ultrasound um, but we can see that there is a baby there but there's no heartbeat When I tell you that is the hardest thing to see on an ultrasound is to see your child in distress and you can't get to them as a parent, It just feels, you just feel so helpless, and you don't understand why you start questioning a lot of things. In fact, I remember calling Jane and saying to her, why is God doing this to us? I don't understand why he put this desire in my heart for me to have children, and he's giving me the joy of potentially having one and just ripping it from me every single time. It feels so cruel. It really did. I just didn't understand why he was doing that to me and that's how i felt like i was being tacked. and jane was like stop it that is not you know god loves us this is not why he's doing this he has a plan for you and you have just got to hold on um so at that point the doctor sent us to a fertility specialist because we had had three miscarriages in one year Mm -hmm. which um when I tell you is emotionally wrecking is one thing, but also physically it's not great for your body. And I ended up having to have a DNC with that third pregnancy because it would not naturally pass like all the other ones had. And so they basically had told me, um, I think I carried the baby until the baby was 14 or 15 weeks old because I just wanted to be sure that the child had passed away and that I wasn't, you know, Getting rid of a, a life that could be viable. Um, and then we had to go do a DNC because they just basically told me I would probably carry the baby to full term and then basically just have a stillborn. And I did not feel like I could do that. I felt like I had already been through so much and it was, and I felt a peace about going ahead and having the DNC. Um, so we did that. So we went to the fertility specialist and they put us on. Um, some for, I think I was taking some sort of fertility drug. I don't remember this, but Brad remembers that I was, I just don't, I can't remember like orally. Yes. Okay. And um. well, actually, no, that's not what happened. We, we went on the fertility drug before we had the third pregnancy. And when I went to see the specialist, he told me to stop taking it because he wanted us to just start from the ground up, get back to square one. We were going to wait several months to get all my hormones back in order um, let me have several cycles so that we knew everything was just kind of back at square Cleansley. one, and then they were going to run tests and see maybe what was going on that was keeping us from having, you know, keep carrying the babies past eight weeks.
0: Which truthfully, when you're dying to have kids, like in, in the big picture timeline of life, waiting for three period cycles isn't a big deal. But when you're dying to have children and get answers and you can think of nothing else, I can only imagine how you're like three. I have to have three freaking periods before we even start testing. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So I did feel that somewhat, but then at the same time, it was almost a relief because I gave you a minute. Yeah. I could just, I felt like I could maybe take a breath and maybe grieve the children I had lost because up to that point, I hadn't really had a minute to even just process it. Right. So good. I'm glad. That was, the one, that was the one thing that – it almost felt relief to me. I was like, okay, I'm not I, – because I felt like I was flailing. Like I was making all these decisions that I didn't really know if they were the right ones. And even though I was praying, I just kind of felt like, you know, there's not a book in the Bible that says how to have a babies, you know, so that I could go and see if I was doing the right thing. Um, or there's not a rule book that tells you what the right decisions are. And so this doctor was just very much so like – here's our plan, and I was like, okay, good. I feel like I can, you know, I can, he has a plan. I'm not making the decisions on my own anymore. We're just going to follow his course. Except that Brad and I got pregnant again on accident while we were trying to not get pregnant. So it's frustrating because there's this piece of, it's great, we can get pregnant very easily, but then at the same time, I feel like I'm sentencing kids to death over and over again because we still don't know why I can't carry a baby past eight weeks and we've got um you know we've got oh I lost my train of thought but anyways oh um, can I I ask one
0: question was the like were y'all worried about it being Brad having some issue yeah like you don't know right well that's what I was gonna say we both got tested
1: out the wazoo like we both gave tons of vials of blood and all kinds of things just to try to figure out and we both were very healthy so it was just like
0: there wasn't a clear sign yes exactly so it was just very which makes it even almost harder in a way because then you're like okay well then
1: why (laughs) exactly well I think for me well I'll get to that in a minute but exactly I was just I was like I don't understand I don't understand why this is going on so then we get pregnant again, and so we're having ultrasounds like every week, and I start having miscarriage symptoms. What does that mean? I'm spotting. Okay. And cramping. And I immediately call the doctor and um, tell them, and so we go in for another ultrasound, and I'm walking back to get the ultrasound, and the doctor is like leaving another room and coming to the hallway and I immediately his name is Dr. Forstein. I guess it's okay to share that. I immediately break down and start crying and I'm like, Dr. Forstein, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't mean to get pregnant again. And now I've messed up everything. And he just gave me the biggest hug and said, no, this is great. This is absolutely wonderful. You can get pregnant and we can test all your levels now and we can see, you know, he said, this is wonderful. This gives us so much information. And just how encouraging he was to me um, was awesome. So I felt really peaceful. We went, go into the ultrasound and I'm laying with my head up at the ceiling. And I told Brad, I was like, I cannot see, I cannot see another ultrasound of a child with no heart beating. So I'm not going to look. Um, so if you'll just look for me because I just can't do it, and they put the ultrasound. How many
0: weeks were you then?
1: Uh, probably right around eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Um, so they put the ultrasound thing on, and all of a sudden, I hear the most wonderful noise, and it is a heartbeat. And there's a baby with a heartbeat, which I had never heard a heartbeat up until this point, and I Jumped up, not jumped up, but like sat up. Obviously, had jumped up, that would have been a problem, but sat up very quickly and was like, Is there a baby there? And she said, Yes, there is. And it's healthy and it's attached and everything's normal. And then she continued to look around and they found another sack that was empty. There wasn't anything in it. And so she said, It looks like you were pregnant with twins. And one of them didn't make it, Um, which was a little bit devastating because again, here I'm feeling fifth loss, fourth, that was fourth, that was fourth, three before. And then the fourth, the twin, the twin, Um, which was devastating. Um, So it was a very weird ultrasound because I'm feeling elation and excitement
0: because we do have a pregnancy that's viable now. Well, and also it's scary. It's like, okay, if the one, was the other one going to make it, right. if the one's not made it. Yes, know, like, exactly. Um, but she did. And it's our daughter, Nancy, um, <laughs> who
1: we love dearly. Um, but Nancy is
0: a hoot and a half. <laughs>
1: um, but the doctor basically told us that he thinks what the problem was, was that my hormone levels could never get high enough to maintain the pregnancy. So the blessing of the twin was that it doubles your hormone levels. And so even though one of the babies wasn't able to make it, Nancy could.
0: And so because of that, she survived. So question, mm-hmm. is there a way to supplement those hormones for future pregnancies? Well, and like we need hormones. So yeah. or do you take supplemental hormones now? Um, I do not. But, um,
1: and I didn't need to, apparently, yeah, apparently it was like, uh, my body had needed that kickstart. Oh, this is what we're doing now. Okay. And so then when we got pregnant with my son, Henry, two years later, it was a good pregnancy with no problem. Great. Um, so then, so Nancy and Henry are about 24 months apart and then we, very quickly and shockingly um, to both of us, because again, we were not trying to have another one quite so soon, got pregnant after Henry and just kind of looked at each other with deer and headlights. Like these two, the two would have been about 11 months apart, 11, 10 to 11 months apart. And we were both like, what is happening? Like we were just in shock, like immediately after I had just had Henry. So, um, anyways, uh, that pregnancy. This one's a little bit harder to talk about. Um, again, we had had three pregnancies. The fourth one worked, but we had had a miscarriage. And then we'd had another child 24 months later. So we're just kind of plugging along, and I'm not really having a chance to catch my breath enough to grieve the first four that we lost. So this third pregnancy, um, or this Let's see how many had I had? One, two, three, four, five. The sixth pregnancy um that we were excited about but shocked for and and couldn't wait. Um, at about twelve weeks, again, we went in and there was no heartbeat. And I it was just shocking because here I thought everything was fixed and now we're doing this again. And um I was devastated that 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 miscarriage to me I think hurt worse than the ones that I had had before because I didn't really know what it was to be a mom Mm -hmm. and 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 just that connection that you have with your kids and how special that is and I think the idea that that was not going to happen for me and at that point in my mind thinking I'm not safe like it may never happen again this may be it for me as much as I love these two and cherish well, And these two, two
0: now you have Henry and Nancy so like you said it goes from a fertilized egg yeah to like a future Nancy or Henry exactly <laughs> exactly it's a, it's a, a human that yeah. y'all have made exactly <laughs> that doesn't have the gift of life exactly so we had to have
1: another DNC and again I carried that one till about 14 or 15 weeks before we ended up having the DNC just to make sure that it wasn't just a mistake in the doctor's office or we just had a bad day. And That
0: must be the hardest thing to carry a baby that you've already lost. It's weird. I mean, it's really
1: weird. Yeah. Um. But. It, but at the same time, I think it would have been harder if we were just like,
0: yeah, Maybe let's just. You needed
1: that. Yeah, I just needed to. We just needed to make sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had that DNC, and I remember we went to the beach, like very shortly after we had that. had that, and um, we had Nancy and Henry, and I remember I had a couple days where I was really I had kind of done too much because I wanted to be at the beach. I didn't want to think about that we Anything had lost else. another baby. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to enjoy my family and be thankful for the people that, um were in that family and just the blessings that the Lord had given me, I didn't want to be drowning in sadness. Um, so I did too much and I was kind of in a lot of pain. So I was sitting in the bed and that day was the day that I mourned all five of my children. And I just cried. I just laid in the bed and cried all day long. Um, and I, I, it was just sad. It was just so sad, even though I know that those children are with God, and even though I know that he's taking probably better care of them than I would ever be able to take care of him. It's a relationship that's lost, and so it just makes me sad, and it's hard to walk through that. Um, How did Brad grieve, or did he? I mean, He did. Um, so – Brad is extremely protective of me. He does not like to see me hurt. Right. He does not like to see me in pain. Um, He is quicker to ask the doctor about an epidural when I'm in labor than I am. Um, And so the way that he, I mean, I think he kind of felt helpless too. I'm speaking for him a little bit. I don't a hundred percent know that he felt that way, but I know the biggest thing was he felt like he needed to be strong for me. So, on that day that I was crying in the bed, he came and held me, um, and he was and maybe always he very could encouraging.
0: Then too, some yeah. he could.
1: I mean, I think there were times where we were both crying too. I
0: think um, it 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 was just there is the whole layer too that we can't ignore. Just truly the physical part for a woman, yes. you know, like at least like it, the way it affects your body your hormones yes your emotions i mean your body thinks you're pregnant yes (laughs) like that that alone wreaks havoc Yes, you know i mean so that is a whole added layer yeah brad really was wonderful i mean he is a
1: very compassionate person anyways and very kind and um so he really was great and honestly you asked that question and i'm sitting there thinking how did how did brad mourn because I don't know that it's something that he really, he was so focused on caring for me. Right. I think I missed that, that piece, but now I'm going to go ask
0: him because now I feel
1: like I need to
0: know. Um, well, I imagine how it felt for him because it's like a whole other step added of like, I've lost a baby, mm-hmm. but also my wife is in the most emotional pain you can about do to a woman. Right. Over and over and again. And how helpless because he wants to protect you. He wants yeah. to make it right. He wants you to have joy and peace. And really, I think so often emotional pain is far more difficult than physical pain. Yes. And so for him to watch that for you, yeah. like he, he, I mean, I, I could imagine feeling like his real, his first focus was almost you. Yeah. You know, and that. That maybe that was a good thing for him. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'd have to
0: ask. But him. I feel it makes me sad to feel how it must have felt for him. I know. You know. I know. It just feels so helpless. Yeah, because that that helplessness of someone
1: that you, love, you love the hurting most and, and being on the planet, and you can't fix it. It's a lot. It's a heavy thing. It's a lot.
0: Yeah. Um, but I mean, if anybody can do it, it's Brad.
1: Yeah, this is true. So we went on to have four. Or two more, two more children, um, successfully with no issues, um, and then in my brain we were done. We weren't going to have any more kiddos,
0: Catherine and Amelia. Catherine by the and way, Amelia, yeah. Which hilarious. <laughs> Jane and Koi Beth reincarnated. It is freaking brack. They are seriously. They look like baby dolls. I mean, you know, I say this, don't they, Jane? I mean, they Koi looked like a porcelain doll. <sighs> when she was a baby and really until probably she was like 4 you looked like a human baby doll <laughs> and her girls are the same and i mean they are like little talking porcelain baby dolls <laughs> with a lot of personality i mean amelia amelia has enough personality for all the people <laughs> <laughs> amelia is
1: a lot they
0: are so cute together they are so and catherine is so precious they are just amazing you have amazing kids boy Thank you. Thank you. But they literally are little human baby dolls. <laughs> and seeing Brad, like, I have a, a particular memory of Brad with Amelia. My girl has him wrapped. Oh, like you would it not believe. Beyond, it is the
1: cutest. Oh my goodness, it is the cutest. I've, I tried to ask her, like, what are you doing? Because I would like to be able to bat my eyelashes and get right. my Louis Vuitton bag. Can, but no, uh,
0: could you hook your mama up? Yeah, can right? I have some of that sauce?
1: Because whatever I just saw your you're dad doing. melt.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I would like to be able to do that too. He gonna make it rain for <laughs> Amelia. He needs to make it rain for mama. <laughs> oh
1: goodness okay so sorry to interrupt then we we paused and and I I felt done I felt down I didn't want it I think just physically I had been through a lot well, Jane you
0: had four kids and wow. what I mean oh, I'm so used to Jane yelling at Jane. Jane I'm so, it's, I'm so <laughs> programmed to yell at Jane it's not even funny okay I do it really well you know what you're doing my narcissism a whole lot of good right? uh, I'm, I am I listen I'm all about feeding your narcissism it's it it doesn't take much to do that okay can you just say nancy and then there's two years to henry yes and then about this about 21 months about two
1: years to Catherine. okay and then 15 months to amelia which is like y'all
0: yes which is like Mm -hmm. okay and so uh so nancy is how many years older than amelia oh sorry four ish a little over four years the four, four babies in four, four years. years is um, ambitious. Is that the word? Mm-hmm. Um, crazy. <laughs> Overachieving. Aggressive. <laughs> it's real it's aggressive. Super aggressive. It's very aggressive baby making That's all I'm going to say about my that. My body said it was aggressive. <laughs> Girl, slow your balls. <laughs> Just cause you can doesn't mean you got to.
1: <laughs> so I, I actually had a major hernia from having all of those pregnancies and carrying all of those babies. And Henry was not small. He was nine how how big was he? Like nine and a half, nine ten, nine six? I mean, he was pushing sky level level. Um and he was like twenty two inches long. So yep. he, was he was not, not that small. much smaller than Skye. No, he really wasn't. And um so, you know, I, my body was just done. Like, I just felt very done. Well, Brad, about the time Amelia turned two, really wanted to have another one. And I was like, uh-uh. Mama says, no, the shop is closed. <laughs> we are retired. We aren't did even you, making
0: clothes anymore. Did you feel... In like really you were done? Oh, I you've felt, kind of your mind in your mind with Amelia, y'all yes. had four kids. That we was were good. You
1: good. Yes. I we had three girls and one boy. I think this is fantastic, but he grew up with brothers. And I think for him, he wanted us to try again because, well, A, he loves boy. babies anyways, but for another boy. And I I was done. But I also felt like, you know, how how often is it that the male wants more kids and the wife doesn't? Like that seems really rare. So I decided I was going to pray about it and just see like, Lord, is this, do, you, do I, am I saying no for fear? Do I need to say yes in order for it to be um, a faith thing? Are you asking me to step out in faith for you? And I really felt a peace about that, that he was asking me to step out in faith. And so I did, and we got pregnant again, and it was a successful pregnancy, and we had James. And, and James
0: is how much younger than Catherine?
1: Um Amelia, I mean, Amelia, sorry. Almost four years. There's a, a bit like three and a half ish. You know what?
0: That feel it didn't feel it felt very sudden when you, <laughs> you. for me personally. I'm like, well, hold on. <laughs> I forgot it was that long.
1: Yeah, it was a three it's a three and a half year age gap because
0: I had I just needed to think well, about Well, here's it. you know what though? You made up for it. Yeah, because you're like, you know what, (laughs) let's make up for it. Let's just bring it, bring it home
1: (laughs) real quick. Well, that was a God, literally a miracle, a God thing, miracle, because Brad was done. I was done. He got the boy that he wanted. Thank goodness. And so we were done. Neither of us had babies on the brain. We did not want to have any more children. And the Lord said, "Um, I know that you are trying to not have children, but you can't stop me. Here's another one like bam. And I, both of us were shocked and I was terrified because with James, he came five weeks early and had to spend 10 days in the NICU. And I know it wasn't a long, that was your
0: first early
1: baby, that's right? My first right. early baby. I'd never had an early baby before. Um, he was six and a half pounds and 21 inches long. And looked like a little skeleton. Like he was so thin. He was compared to-
0: five weeks early. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's there's a lot that happens in that last five weeks. Yeah. So he, so
1: he was on breathing. He was on breathing apparatus yeah, for a while. Um, there was a lot of like levels that he couldn't keep. Um, that was also a very hard day. The day we had to leave the hospital, because I think deep down in my heart, I kept thinking his lungs are going to get better and we're going to leave together. Like I've never left the hospital without any of my children. And he had to stay. I cannot imagine that, actually. I have. Did, a, could you have stayed? No. No, they will not I think let you I stay in the hospital. I think I would and have in fact, it. Because he was in the more severe NICU, um, because his breathing issues were pretty, like he could not breathe without a machine, um, I couldn't even spend the night. Like, once he got into the step-down NICU, I was able to go spend the night with him at the very least. So I would go stay at night, and Brad would go visit him in the day. But I had four other kids at home. So I couldn't, I couldn't go. I really just wish live at I had been here
0: then to help you, because I can't. I'm, I, I don't. I don't know how it would have handled leaving Scott in hospital. was a
1: person I don't know. Like the day that we left, that breaks my heart. I was. I, I don't think I have grieved that hard since Granddaddy died. Like just the, and I know that I had had several miscarriages, but then. Even more so this situation where you have a child, he's here, you're being sep- told, you're telling me as his mother, I can't be with him. Are you kidding me right now?
0: Um I didn't let the nurses even take Skylight. I mean, I think they circumcised him in the room. I didn't want to yeah. put him down. Yeah, I, and I surely didn't want him not sleeping with me, you know? Yeah. I would have probably come out of my skin. I pretty much did. I mean, you can't do it, you have to do it. Yeah. You would have to do it. But I can't imagine how hard that was, Koi. Yeah. There were noises coming out of me I didn't know would come out of me. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Um, I would like to just interject. Through all of this, Koi, your faith, I mean, I'm, I know you asked questions. I know you talked to God a lot about mm-hmm. this. But you kept your faith. And probably your faith got
1: you through it. <laughs> yeah. So to say, I don't know that I would have survived any of it if mm-hmm. if it wasn't. If the relationship wasn't what it was, like with God, yeah, it had to, it had to have been, there's just no way that you could have done loss after loss after loss without, I feel like him being, walking with me through that. And, um, so absolutely a hundred percent. I agree with that. Um, but so because James was such a hard pregnancy when we got pregnant, pregnant with Charles, I actually had to take. These shots were from the devil. Every week, I had to take these shots that kept me from having an early pregnancy, an Wait. early delivery. Thank you. An early delivery. With I did know them.
0: Yeah. They're these shots. They're terrible. Wait. So, okay. Hang on one second. James, how much older is James? I mean, they're not. They're only 11 months apart. Okay. I was going to say, they weren't even a year. Yeah. So, James- does come home. Yes. At how many weeks? Uh, he was 10 days old, 10. Is that right, Jane? I think he was 10 days old when he came home. Okay. So now you have four, four five. kids and a baby and a, an infant a premature baby yes. who's still just now at 40 weeks. Yes. Just now term. Yes. Right. Okay. Then we find out we're pregnant again. At this point, this is, I think when Travis
1: Bought a book for
0: Brad. Yes, he did. How babies are made. Yes, that's exactly um, what he did. Special edition. Yes. Hard hardback. Lots it of fits. pictures. It was a picture book. It was a it. Picture, picture book. Yeah. Yep. Lots of hardback pictures. signed copy by the author with lots of pictures because we did all sort of start to worry that maybe I mean, he didn't. didn't understand. He was sick that day yeah. at mm-hmm. school, mm-hmm. um and hand delivered it to Brad just. We felt like maybe the pictures would help. Yeah, sometimes pictures. Sometimes pictures. He help. is more of a visual. He's learner. a visual learner. Yeah, He's worth a thousand words.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah, thousand. a thousand. So
0: the fact that it was a children's book,
1: which is not a like, it is not really a children's book. We have to hide it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the pictures are a lot. Just don't hide it from Brad.
1: No, that's well, it's the, in I feel his... like
0: it should maybe even be in the nightstand.
1: Yeah, I was about to say it's in his under nightstand. his lamp on the yeah. nightstand. Mm-hmm. You know, like just so it's there. Yeah. Just in case. Just in case. So, when we found out we were pregnant with, tar- well, what happened? What What happened was? What happened was <laughs> Nancy and I were going to New York for a girls' trip with my mom and her, um, my sister Emily and her cousin, Gingy, um, Emily's they, daughter, Gingy. Yes, who,
0: she and Nancy are yes, loveys.
1: Yeah, they're like a year a year apart. So we we were all going to New York, and the next generation of sister cousins. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then I. I was. I should have started my cycle, and I didn't. I was like, I'm just excited about going on this trip, and that's why I'm late. I get back from the trip,
0: <laughs> and it's more likely that you're excited about the yeah. trip, yeah, than that you are knocked up. again Yeah, that, I that, mean, that, periods are the only are thing that more, would make sense. Listen, periods are very susceptible to emotion excitement. Yes, they are. Y'all know, absolutely. You mean, y'all know, y'all was to the American door, Doll Store, right?
1: Yeah, we See? were. See, that'll that's that'll, what
0: it is. that'll wipe your period out in, in a, a heartbeat.
1: <laughs> So we get back from the trip, and I still haven't started. And Brad's like, have you thought about taking a pregnancy test? And I died laughing. I was like, there's babe, no way. Don't be stupid. What are you talking
0: about, pregnant? That's ridiculous. Like, well, now I have a picture book. <laughs> and I feel like <laughs> he didn't have it at this point. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So
1: um, then, <laughs> so I take the pregnancy test. And he's downstairs making coffee that morning. And he says all he hears is me go, Brad, and I just screamed his name. Mad, I
0: for a long time
1: was. I think I was more than anything just in shock. I don't think I got m- mad. I just felt like confused and shocked, and I didn't understand and what was
0: happening. The other hiccup, we should have gotten y'all each a book. Uh, may- maybe maybe that, I feel <laughs> like maybe you each need one on your night if you had read the book. But like, but I do remember
1: you being. There like, was a malfunction. There was there was a malfunction with the apparatus that were trying to help us not have this happen again.
0: Okay, <laughs> this was not my fault. I was following the
1: rules. The I, rules let me down. That I, is all I'm listen, saying. Listen, I
0: got a six ten baby to <laughs> confirm that it that's, happened. It is possible. It is possible. So okay, but you weren't. You were a little bit mad at Brad. I was a little bit mad at Brad. I feel like every time I talk to you, you be like, well, Brad didn't get the (laughs) grocery. I'm like, okay, but I don't think you asked him (laughs) to. Well, (laughs) (laughs) I was mad at him for a little bit. I'll admit it. Because I think
1: because I felt so well, you don't overwhelmed. know what to do with
0: that emotion. Yeah. It's like where do I direct this?
1: I'm, well, I was just so overwhelmed. We have five kids. That was really it's a lot of work. And then I felt good with four. And, and then a you newborn. A newborn was one of, of those that had just come out of NICU. Has all kinds of
0: issues that we're still working through. So I was just like, this. Is well, and a your lot. house is starting to become too small. Hence yes. the build. Yes. Like I know. Like we even talked about that. You're like, I love our house, but like. This isn't going to work for us anymore. Yes. And actually was even
1: mad about the fact that now I knew that I knew that I knew that we were going to have to move and I did not want to leave.
0: Because you, lo- I mean, you I mean, loved, loved it. that house.
1: It's the only house that we lived in. And it's a it was a great house. It was. It was the only house that we lived in that I really felt an emotional connection to.
0: Well, and I feel like at five, you still felt like y'all could make that work. You, yes. I mean, it, it, it sounds funny, be... but like the sixth one, you're like, okay, I really, really have to move. And yeah. we really love this house. Yeah. I was devastated.
1: So... Not devastated, but I was super. You no, know, I
0: know that was a thing. So,
1: anyways, we we find out we're pregnant with Charles. But uh, backtrack just a second. I hadn't been diagnosed, or I had gotten a hernia with Amelia that had gone d- undiagnosed until I got pregnant with James. And when I say hernia, I don't mean. I mean this is a from, big
0: from childbirth. Yeah, it, can from you from get carrying? A, yes, from, from carrying her. Amelia.
1: Wow, I got a um a hernia then carried. James with that hernia not knowing not knowing got it diagnosed then and then the hernia specialist basically said to me we need to get this fixed as soon as possible because the last thing that we want to have happen is for you to get pregnant again and then I got pregnant again so this will be the third pregnancy that I'm carrying a child with a hernia do you want to talk about pain because with every pregnancy it gets worse and so I I hate to say it but Charles pregnancy was not fun It was, there was, there were so many other layers of issues because of the pain, because of me, the other five children, the other five children, me feeling unconnected to him because it wasn't a child that I had yearned for before I had him and really having to kind of like come up underneath God's plan for us. Now I love that child to death. I would never trade him for, he is like the light of our family without him. It would be, it would feel to me now it would feel wrong. Of course. Um, but at the time, it was But also just you a lot had just of- gotten a baby.
0: Yes. So you're kind of like, wait, that that job is filled. Yes. We're not taking applications right. at this time. Please. Thank <laughs> Check you. Check back. Yes.
1: So I mean, and then and then I feel guilty for having those feelings. Sure. Cause I'm like, here, I prayed for years for children. I've had five miscarriages. I am now being blessed with it. I'm never I'm never gonna say I've had as many miscarriages as I have children. God is giving me a blessing of an extra child, and I didn't want it. Like I really, I and and the guilt that I felt with that was huge. So I'm taking these shots also to help me not have him early because I had James early. Because once you get past thirty-five, you can't. The chances of you having I feel like we
0: need a sound effect for that um, or something.
1: Control of oh, sorry. don't you know step what, on James. her toes.
0: Just keep yourself on her toes so. to yourself. I don't want to sound effect okay. anyway. Want want. I don't need your fancy light yeah, on girl. board. Get it up. Want want. Do it. Watch me. Watch me interject my own homemade want <laughs> wants. So anyways, I'm ignoring the death yeah. the fire death stare. <laughs> 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 what is that? Crickets. Crickets. I like my applause one. That's really the only that's one That's my, on my favorite one. Too. We need Koi to have a special one. Okay, this is hers. No, I hate that one. I knew you were no. going to do it. She needs like a boing or something fun. <gasps> <I'm> like, Tigger. <laughs> <I'm> like, Tigger. <laughs> Find out. Jane, will you add that to your list? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> You're a little late on the uptake, Jane. But you know what? <laughs> I'm, all right, I'm Oh, God. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Ignore her.
1: <laughs> so. <laughs> Anyways, I'm taking these shots to help me not have the baby early. They, can I tell you? You start those that early in a pregnancy? Like at 16 weeks. And you take it all the way through to like 30-something, 30 36 weeks.
0: Hmm. So I actually I, didn't. Honestly, I, I I know people who've dealt with this probably think it's stupid, but I, I haven't. So I didn't even know that was a thing you could do. It is the most painful thing ever.
1: So it's like an EpiPen, and it's so the medicine's so thick it takes 15 seconds. I remember, I remember you having to do that and it being literal. Brad hated. Daily? Uh, weekly. Weekly. Brad hated every minute of it because he had to give me the shots. Right. Which, I mean, if you want to talk about the antithesis of that man causing me pain.
0: <laughs> uh-uh. He hated it. I feel it. like you need to go to Maine no matter what. That's right. That's how I'm going say about that. <laughs> so, and Arizona. So, and the wine
1: Wine. Let's country. do it all. Let's do it all. <laughs> so, literally, two days after we stopped taking the shots, we had Charles. So, they didn't work, basically. All of that, and it didn't work. And he was also five weeks early. The difference is he. They
0: stop you. you they get you to 36 you take weeks. Them until
1: you're really out of the scariest, yeah. scariest. I guess he was really four weeks early. He was really. No, he was on the cusp. We of were. Premature. A little bit farther than. Far, a little farther than James, though, because right. James was like barely 35 Scary. weeks, whereas Charles was just a little over 36. So, he was only four weeks early. But still he it was kind of a similar thing. He came out and wasn't breathing super well, but the minute I saw him, I was like, He's fine. Because he looked like a little oompa loompa. He was <laughs> the fattest thing I've ever seen. And I was like, so he's cute. gonna be fine. Whereas when Charles came out, he, he James. looked James, thank you. See, somebody got to help like, me. something was wrong. He <laughs> looks sick.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, Jane. Oh my gosh. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I <don't> know what. <laughs> so if she didn't look so proud of herself i feel like it wouldn't be quite as oh no <laughs> just ignore i okay. think it feeds it, it. Happen. okay go ahead
1: so i did you see the-
0: <laughs> it was gross yeah, it was, yeah she was, was so a lot. proud of herself it's really very young. graceful okay so
1: <laughs> anyways he- so i knew he was gonna be okay and he was he was probably fine he came home with us um he did have to be on um Like not full on, but they had to like put a little oxygen under his nose Mm -hmm. for like 30 minutes just to kind of get him to kickstart on his own. But other than that, he was fine. Like kind of like any other pregnancy I've had. So that was all of us. That was all 12 of my children or 11 of my children, five of which are in heaven and six of which are here. And we feel really blessed to have them. So how old is Charles now? Nine months. He's nine months old. And Nancy's nine. <laughs> nine
0: <laughs> to nine months, and there's six of them. It's, you know, it's ambitious is what um, it is. It's, it's stupid. Sort of, it's, over, it's a little bit stupid. It's a little stupid. It's a little bit stupid, but it's at
1: the same time magical. It's definitely not – it's definitely God's plan for us. And I think Brad and I work really well together as a team, and I feel really blessed. Otherwise, I don't know – that I would be able to do this because just physically, there's one human being cannot handle all that it entails to have that many kiddos. But
0: truthfully, watching Brad with the kids, like, I mean, I do think you get accustomed to it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's like, like I see Brad with the kids and I'm picturing myself who now have has no children at home, you know, and thinking... How does he not lose his mind? And I already struggle with like all the mental tabs open all the time anyway. So having, like, when I watch Brad, I'm like, he's by himself managing all the things. Like, I think I would might collapse in on myself, but I also think a they're when they're your kids, and b you do it all the time, and you don't go from zero to six overnight. Like, yes, I think that I. It's not that I don't think I could do it, but Brad does it really well. He's very good at it. I and feel looks. He's very unfazed. You yeah. know, he doesn't get. Oh, he comes
1: home some days, and my hair is a mess, and I'm sweating and drooling, and, and who knows what else. <laughs> I'm drooling because I haven't had anything to drink, and so Jane asked why I was Better drooling. Been drinking too much. Thank you. <laughs> Been there, done that. Because I'm so busy, I haven't done anything for myself. And you're dehydrated, and I'm dehydrated, <laughs> and in your pajamas. Twelve yes. days later, absolutely. And so <laughs> he walks in and immediately calms me down. It's the children all organized doing some activity, and it does make me kind of hate him a little bit. Like I would, I would be like, you're I would, a little gross. I'm mad at you right now. <laughs> I would. Have How come I wasn't deal. like this? And he's really, like, yeah, really, you walk in and you're the prince all of a sudden, and magic has happened. I've been here all day doing this. What is wrong? No, but it's just you
0: know, it's he's, that he stays very calm and he cool.
1: is and. You know, my kids respond to that. I think they do, and they're they very do.
0: respectful of him. which they is are. cute, you yes. know.
1: And I think too, for me, he stays calm and cool until somebody falls down. And then, yeah, so now if somebody is injured, oh. we go to Mach twelve in about three point <laughs> right. seven I know. I seconds. Know gets
0: worried. It's
1: <laughs> bad, and then like everything that caused the injury, it's its fault. Why do we even have that chair? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, because honey, it's easier it, to sit, sit in a chair And there's a chair, but we don't
1: need that chair why do we have that chair why is it sitting in that spot next to the fireplace where everybody else's chairs go we could just sit on the floor and be safer we could put a pillow there instead i mean he blessed who invented chairs anyway yeah and, there, and i think too so, so we're such a good balance for each other because when he gets when he gets excited when you're usually frazzled he's He's, calm yes and And then when when he gets over the moon you're like well chill yeah let's let's breathe let's look at it oh it's a small scratch it's gonna be okay they could be really hurt yes (laughs) you are exactly right they could
0: be really hurt also babe please put the axe down we're not gonna cut the rest of (laughs) the chairs let's just slow down (laughs) yeah Yeah. so there will be no cheer bonfires
1: we have our moments my moments tend to be a lot louder and longer than his well that's okay yeah but I've also had all six of them. So I think I. have been home okay. with them. Yeah.
0: I think it's okay that that is the way that it is. Um, I am really grateful that you shared this with us. Um, I feel like we need an entire other episode on. Now that you have six children. <laughs> <laughs> there are lots of questions about managing all the numbers. Um. What's the what's what's your greatest challenge as a mom right now? Because I feel like chapters it changes. It does. I think my greatest challenge right now
1: is just f- feeling. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not feeling worthless because I think for me, I really can a lot of times get my worth and my accomplishments, accomplishments confused. And so if I don't accomplish everything that I feel like needed to get done that way, I'll immediately start feeling like a bad mom or um, a bad wife, a bad wife, a bad anything. Yeah, everything. And and I think, um, you know, I I just have to be gracious with myself and, and realize that I cannot do this on my own. God gave me Brad to help me. God gave me him to help me. And I really need to be leaning on him and being gracious with myself grace oh and jane apparently jane yes yes jane jane god gave me Jane. you you are a gift to all
0: of us yes (laughs) (sighs) rebecca can we talk about um the sound effects who's in charge of the sound effects i think someone else needs to. (laughs) like that should we're now hiring a sound effect (laughs) position anyone available please apply okay Mm -hmm. That's okay real dirty look oh <laughs> <That's> double double <laughs> double dirty too. we got double. The one down nice dirty. thing about having koi here is mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she is so scary. just kidding She's no one sick. can take jane's place you're the best jane your gift we all love all you. you are you are no really and truly jane talks me off the cliff too sometimes because after a while it's ho- i like to i'm i'm very lemming ish too natalie it's
0: we're oh understand.
1: nobody is
0: as much of a lemming as you are. Like you and I are the oh, limbings. a
1: hundred percent. And so sometimes it's it's tiring to constantly be talking the lemming off the fence. So not only am I thankful for or off the cliff, not only am I thankful for Jane, but Brad is too.
0: Well, because <laughs> we all we all I mean that we have to support each other. Yes. Because, and it also like I don't think it's healthy in any relationship, no matter what that relationship is. feel like that one person is doing it all is doing it all like i think we all need kind of our needs met in different places yeah you know um okay so i i really hope i know infertility is a huge issue for women yeah you know and motherhood (laughs) so um we hope this is helpful to people um you know, I just admire the heck out of you for the strength that you showed through all that and like not giving up hope, not giving up faith. that, I mean, I know that there are plenty of marriages that fall apart over infertility and for good reason. I mean, yeah. I, I can only imagine. it's so complicated. It is really complicated. it's so complicated, but I just admire y'all for, you know, staying the course and proven. That infertility wrong six times real big.
1: (laughs) I appreciate that. I also know just I'm going to say a little side note for your listeners really quickly that um, it is hard to hear someone talk about infertility that
0: has six kids. I I know you worried about that. Yes. When I first asked Koi if she'd be willing to share about infertility, thinking it would be helpful, your answer to me was, I absolutely want to do it however, just so you know. I feel a little strained about it because we
1: do have six kids. Yeah. Now. I definitely feel like I don't have a lot of credibility anymore on this
0: topic even though I walk through it. But I do want you but to But that alone is an issue. You know what I mean? Cuz then yeah. that I mean that that's a real thing. You 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 lost five babies. It doesn't matter how many babies you have. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um you you lost five babies. Yeah. I just I think I just wanted everyone to know that it being
1: hard to hear this from me, I get it because right. I remember when I was walking in that time feeling like everybody was pregnant and you get a
0: baby shower invitation ha- yes. every day. <laughs> yeah,
1: and I hated Mother's Day and um you know, it just it's, it's a hard season to walk through. So I totally understand and do not I'm not offended by or upset by somebody who's like, really, you have six kids and you want to talk about infertility? I get it. I completely get it. And you probably even
0: have some of, like, I, I would imagine having six children is no small thing. And probably you spend, I'm sure you have a lot of moments of like, this is sucking the life out of me. Yes. And it's exhausting. But then there's also this other layer of like, but you know what? You can't feel that way because yep. you prayed for this. Yep. But, but like, it is okay to feel that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it is hard being a mama, no yeah. matter how many kids you have. Yeah. Oh, it's being a mom is is
1: hard. But I I agree. There is that piece that I can't I can't allow myself to feel overwhelmed or like it's not okay. Fun but here's or whatever. what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, you can. You are allowed. Okay. It's hard. We're all allowed. Okay. And it has, it is a completely not, should not be, should not be. I say that this, the girl who <laughs> can do none of the things that she preaches, um, <laughs> but there really, there should be no added guilt for being a mom. Feeling like being a mom is hard because you lost babies and had some. Yeah. But I imagine that is complicated. It's so complicated. It is. It's a it's, lot. It's of really, it's complicated and there are layers of it. Yes. And, I'm Sure, there are a lot of people dealing with all of them, as my friend says. It's it's a lot of tension that it's we a, just have to let lots sit of ten- there <laughs> <out of tension. laughs> and work itself out. Yeah, um, we would we, we are hoping that this is helpful for y'all, but also, um, because Koi was kind enough to have six babies and create lots of content, <laughs> we are planning on Koi coming back. And, um, oh, you we, were. Keep. This isn't on a one-time thing. <laughs> I have to do this again. <laughs> kind of like that one time you made six babies. Yes, yes, Koi. We will come back. <laughs> it will be my pleasure. But because I feel like there's a lot to discuss. Um, what was I going to say? No, I can't remember. Oh, I know. But w- we would love to hear from y'all about questions, more questions you have of questions for Koi, because we want this to be helpful. Koi questions and also the other thing that we talk about with Koi all the time jane and i call her i mean we're always like all right life hack she can solve anything it's you just are amazing at that <laughs> i mean jane and i will get tangled up in something for a whole week like how are we gonna deal with this and Koi, like it just happened to overhear us and be like y'all just blah 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 and we're like oh okay <laughs> let's do that or she'll like literally text us a link to something. And she's like, here's the thing that will solve all the things. <laughs> How did she do that? <laughs> she fixes everything. <laughs> so she's the bestest. Oh, um, I love y'all. But we appreciate y'all being here. We always appreciate y'all being here. We love your feedback, especially when they have five stars and positive ratings and reviews. Thank you in advance for all the sparkly stars. And only five stars for this one. Or I will cry. Truthfully. Again. It's the least everyone can do. If they don't give this one five top stars, I'm telling Amelia. Oh. oh. If Amelia finds out she didn't, her mom didn't get five stars, we'll hear about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you all for being here. Also, know we have a subscribed podcast on Patreon. $7.99 a month for five episodes. Even more intimate than what we share here. Exclusive and intimate behind the scenes <laughs> <laughs> things you didn't know you needed to know <laughs> um we also address chic advice we didn't today because koi's our special guest and i didn't want to use up any of her time for that but email jane and natalie com for chic advice topics and questions and email me natalie at natalie com if you are in recovery and would like a sobriety clock to celebrate um and we hope you'll check out the website, natalierodell.com, that features all our current recovery clocks. If you need a little bit of encouragement or share that website with somebody that you feel like would be encouraged and give a little bit of hope and addiction because there is a way out. Um, Thank you all for being here. Thank you. And remember this week, when she happens, we got this. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs>